0: So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Rumor, and I am talking about something that is probably on your mind. You might have been chatting about it at the water cooler if you're back at work in a physical location and not working from home, this might be blowing up your news feeds, and that is this whole idea that we might be entering into a recession. So what I want to really talk about today is ways that you can thrive during a recession, and I know some of these things to be true because this is exactly what I did during the pandemic. To start off with the pandemic, I had just lost my corporate job, just starting my business. And even though I'd been in financial services for almost two decades, really going out on my own in a period of time when the world felt like it was ending was kind of crazy. And I did find a way to thrive during that season. And so I really think that a lot of those lessons that I learned during the pandemic and lessons that I taught my clients as well, they really do hold true in any kind of economic uncertainty. Now, before I get into what I want to talk talk to you about today, and I'm going to be giving you tips of how to really thrive during this time. I want to preface this by saying I am not an economist, okay? My degree is in sociology. Even though I've spent the last, as I mentioned, two decades in financial services, I do not presume to be a master at economics by any stretch of the imagination. But what I do know is I know what a recession is. I know what inflation is. I know how they work. And I think some of the times it's just knowledge, there's a lot of power in having that knowledge. And the conversations that I've been having and that are showing up in my DMs is that there is really not a true understanding of what that actually means. So I'm hoping my goal today is to, as I mentioned, give you some tips to thrive during this time, but also I think just give you a little bit of clarity as to what what is going on. Okay. So I mean, in order to thrive during a recession, we have to really understand what the heck it is in the first place. So what is a recession? So a recession is defined by two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. Usually whenever we enter into a recession, it will last less than one year. So it's not something that is going to occupy us for a long, long period of time if history repeats itself, which it usually does. However, less than a year could be 11 months, right? And so, you know, if you were out of work for 11 months, that would probably be catastrophic. So it's no little thing. I think when we're looking at a recession, it's really important to understand, you know, negative economic growth. What does that really mean? What causes that? And what really causes it is a few things. So Number one, you know, decline in the GDP, the gross domestic product, the decline in real income. Sometimes it happens because of a rise in unemployment, which actually hasn't happened yet, which is probably why we're not actually in a recession, because we are experiencing really low unemployment currently. But typically in a recession, you would see a rise in unemployment. You would see our industrial production and retail sales kind of grow stagnant you would see definitely a decline in consumer spending. And so I think, you know, we've been hearing that we're about to enter into a recession for quite a long period of time. We kind of did early on in 2020 for a little bit. I think there's actually been buys. Please don't quote me on this again. I'm going to disclaim that I'm not an economist here, but I, I, I want to say that we've entered into like five recessions in the last. 30 or 40 years. So I think that, you know, it's safe to say that we can assume that a recession is looming. And I think that before it actually hits, there's going to have to be some things that might have to take place. I'm currently in Canada. Most of what happens in Canadian economics and in our, you know, in our environment here, is largely influenced by what happens in the U.S. So if you're listening and you're a, are my American friends to the to the South, a lot of times our recessions definitely coincide each other because we are so tied economically. If I was to wage a bet, and now I'm not a betting woman by any means, I'm somebody that would roll up to the casino with $100 and it'd probably be gone in the first five minutes and that's it. I've had my fun. <laughs> but... I would be very 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 surprised if we were to enter into a recession before the US midterm elections and typically whenever you see if you know again if, if history repeats itself we, you generally as a politician as a presidential candidate candidate do not want to go into an election especially for re-election, if your economy has gone to shit. So I would be very, very surprised if they allowed a recession to happen before that period of time, so November. So with the good news about that, and again, I could be completely wrong. This is my prediction, so take that for what it's worth. But I, you know, I think that what that gives us is time. And, you know, if you listen to my last podcast, you know, time currency is very, very valuable. So now we have some time. If I'm right, and this doesn't happen until, let's say, even the day after the (laughs) midterm elections, then, you know, we have a few months here to really get our finances in order and really set ourselves up for handling a recession. Now, before I get into some of my tips, I think it's really, really, really important that we talk about what is happening right now. And that is inflation. And what is inflation? You know, inflation is when the price of goods and services increase over a period of time. And it's usually measured by the consumer price index, so the CPI. Now, for, I would say, the last decade, since 2012 to 2018, was under 2%, right? So it wasn't really growing. It really stayed flat. It dipped a little bit in, I think, 2020, which, you know, was a weird year, obviously. But 2021, you know, went up to 4.8% here in Canada. And right now we're at almost 8%. So it's really, really jumped. And all that means is essentially if you had $50 today, what could $50 buy will cost you 8% more than it would be able to buy last year. Okay, so not insignificant by any means. Now, there's lots of causes for inflation. Most of the time, it's because, you know, it can cost more to produce a goods and service, which could be because of maybe supply chains. We know definitely through the pandemic, we've had trouble getting materials and things like that. So it just costs more money to get that product, especially if those costs of those raw materials have increased. We also have a very low unemployment rate, which actually what that means is when you have a low unemployment rate currently, in order for companies to keep good talent, they really need to pay them well, right? So they want to make sure that they are paying them well. There's not a lot of extra jobs going around, right? So they really want to make sure that they're keeping those employees. Now, there's another reason for inflation, and that's really around supply and demand, right? So when when demand increases faster than production, you have price increases. So if you are willing to pay more, like buying a vehicle right now is a perfect example of that. It is, there's a wait list like months long. So sometimes, if especially if you need a vehicle right now, you are willing to pay more. You can't wait to ride out this time. Um, you know, that means it's you'll pay more for that. And that all ties into inflation. We've also seen our government spend money like crazy, And, you know, they're putting way more money in circulation. So all of those things, they all create inflation, okay? And that inflation is happening right now. So what the heck do we do about this? What do we do about inflation? We can't obviously control a lot of what's going on, but, you know, a recession. So if we look at, again, going back to what causes a recession, you know, a rise in unemployment, a decline in consumer spending. It's It's kind of like one of those things where if you're scared that there's a recession happening and you're deciding not to spend your money anymore, you're actually creating, you're buying into this whole idea of a recession for fear of there being a recession. So you're not spending money. That actually is what is causing a recession. So I think just think this whole this whole topic, and maybe I should have gone into economics in school because I just find this so fascinating. I've done a ton of reading on it. And one of the things, and this is really my first tip, is don't panic. Please don't panic. It's when we panic and we, if our behavior is driven from panic and fear, we tend to not make super smart choices. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I got to sell my house. I got to you know, cash in all of my investments and move it. I'm not saying that those aren't the right thing to do i think everybody's particular situation that might that might for you be the right thing but what i'm saying is don't make that decision from a place of panic and fear instead of panicking let's plan let's make a plan for this because we we know it's looming we know that a recession is coming inflation is already here so all we can do is make a plan and execute that plan okay So that's really tip number one is don't panic, plan. My tip number two is, and again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but it is super important that you go through and you find your money leaks. Now is not the time to put your head in the sand. Now is the time to go and do an audit, figure out where your money has been going and make your plan so that you can really identify where those money leaks are. When I do this for clients, and when they go through my programs, on average, we're finding you know 125 dollars a week of overspending and money leaks, and just inefficient cash flow. Imagine 125 a week, 125 times 52 weeks. Yes, I'm using my calculator. Is 6,500 dollars? What could 6,500 dollars more in a year mean in your wallet? That is just incredible to me, and that is on the low end. On the high end, I'm finding $1200 a month of just again, money leaks and inefficient cash flow. So let's multiply that by 52. Guess what number that is? Oh wait, that's 1200 a month. So divide that by So that's about $277 a week. Multiply that by 52 weeks. That's 14 over 14 grand have just found money. Like where could that money be better utilized for you? And I think finding those money leaks is going to be the key to all of this. This is the key to helping you with inflation. This is the key to having you thrive during a recession is let's not let our hard-earned dollars slip between our fingers. So that's tip number two. The third tip, and again, this is, you know, one of the causes of recession is a decline in consumer spending, is spend your money, but spend it with intention. You know, I I want to be very clear. I'm not saying go out and buy a Louis Vuitton purse, unless that fits in your cash flow. But then by all means, go and do that. But what I do know is, you know, figure out what amount is safe for you to continue to spend knowing that you have other things set up you have access to money should you lose your job in an emergency fund or a line of credit or something you have access to funds if you happen to lose your job you have just that plan in place that you can utilize you know you're you're really clear on exactly where your money is going and you're spending that money with intention So if that intention is to continue having somebody come and clean your house twice a month, don't stop doing that because you're afraid of a recession and you want to save your money. The mere fact of you doing that is actually going to help create a recession, which is wild. Like, obviously, you individually is not going to create a recession. It's the collective you that I'm talking about. So if you're going to spend your money, make sure you're spending it with intention. And I think really figure out what that number is that's safe for you to spend. So that's number three. Number four, and this one is super key. And once you find your money leaks and you find that extra money, this is going to be a lot easier for you to do, and especially once we figure out what amount is safe for you to spend, is start tackling that high interest debt. So paying off high interest debt is going to be really, really beneficial for you, especially in this time. Because the last thing you want is perhaps losing your job and then having all of this debt that you have to pay back. I know, especially if some of you listening, if you have a lot of debt, it can feel really, it can feel like a lot. But just imagine if you took that $125 on average that I find a week, and you threw that, even a portion of that on your debt every single week. So let's just even take half of it, right? And you put... $60 on that every single week. You know, how many months are we? So we're July, August, September, October, November. So we're about four months away. So let's time 60 by 16 weeks. And we have almost $1,000. So 960 bucks on your debt. Again, that might feel like not a lot of money, but it actually is quite a bit when you're looking at, in terms of if you're knocking knocking off a thousand dollars of your debt, you're not also knocking off the the cumulative interest that's building on that as well. So start tackling off the, some of that high interest debt. And if you're not sure where to start, it's a great place to you know reach out. I'm happy to do a consult with you to help you figure out which which debt for you to tackle. And then finally, number five is, and again, this might sound counterintuitive, but I really think now is the time for you to invest in yourself. I think investing and making sure that you have your money stuff handled. it You have a plan. You know that you can execute it and you can do so and thrive during a recession. So let's bulletproof. Let's, let's really take a look and see, can I recession-proof my income right now? Like, how can I Make sure that I'm going to be okay and our family's going to be okay during this time. You have control. You have a lot more power than you think. And I think if you took some money and you invested it in yourself and getting your money money stuff handled, find those money leaks. Because trust me, it's one thing to find them. But once you find them, how do you change behavior? And a lot of times changing behavior is the hardest part. And that's exactly why I have a job. That's exactly what I help people do is change their behavior. So invest in yourself. You know, it could also mean, especially if part of the causes of a recession is a rise in unemployment, is look at your job. You know, how did you fare during the pandemic? Or were you a job that was necessary to the society, right? Were you a job that could ride through that pandemic and you were definitely needed? If you were somebody that saw yourself for load or, you know, put on put on EI here in Canada, like if you were in just in that period of time where you were not an essential, that's the word I was looking for, an essential worker, maybe investing in yourself also means once you get your money stuff handled, maybe that also means investing in some skills, investing in some knowledge. How do I run a business online? if i had to could i pivot online and almost recession proof my income even further than than what i mentioned so i think number 5 for sure once you have done everything so don't panic find those money leaks spend your money but spend it with intention paying off that high interest debt and start investing in yourself in terms of getting your money shit handled and also, you know, look at investing in some, some new skills in case your job is not deemed essential. I think these five tips will really see you get through the next year or two in a, in a situation where you're really truly thriving instead of just surviving. So I hope this helped. I would love to hear what you think. If you found any of this episode particularly helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it and throw it up in your, Instagram stories, you can always tag me at Heidi Remore. I would love to hear from you which one resonates for you. And also, you know, you can always rate and review this podcast because the ratings and the reviews, they really do help me reach a broader audience. And the more people that I can reach, the more people and women I can help. So I hope you have a beautiful day and we will see you on the next episode of The Ditch, The Budget Podcast. Bye everyone.